1: Mornings on CBS
2: Sports Radio.
1: Yeah! 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 <laughs>
2: Happy being alive, day, everybody. Life is short. Let's have some fun. Appreciate you being with us. It's a thirsty Thursday. We will toast to the good stuff coming up in 20 minutes. Also, Moraz is slated to join us in studio coming up here this hour. So stick around for that. Damian Lillard finally got traded but got dealt to the Milwaukee Bucks. He's going to wake up one day, February 6th, look out his window and be like, this doesn't look like South Beach. But if he wanted to win a championship, pretty good place to do it. And Giannis and Dame have been connected for a while, whether it was picking one another in the All-Star draft or... Dame Lillard talking to GQ last year in 2022 about one day playing with Giannis, and those in Miami who thought it was a slam dunk Lillard was going to come to the Heat are a little upset.
3: My first pick going to be Dame Lillard. Look, that surprised me too. No, you're not going to you're not going to do him dirty here, are you? No, you're not. Giannis has changed this weekend. <laughs> I think so too. You know, he always talk about loyalty, being loyal. I know who my cheat and all that stuff, right? So I knew for sure his first pick was going to be Drew. So I don't (laughs) know what's going on with Giannis. okay, he messed my whole draft board up now. (laughs) I'm here to win.
4: If you were to pick a player that would help you win a championship, who would you pick? I would pick Giannis. I hope he would get to play with Giannis at some point. Those two would be a very, very nice combo. I mean, I would say just the, the dominance, you know, somebody that's, you know, going to get to the rim. He's a good playmaker, a good defender, disruptive. And his the way he plays complements the way I play. I would bring something to the table that complements
5: what he does and vice versa. Seamless. Yo,
3: NBA, man, y'all need to look into the Bucs for tampering. Y'all do. I'm just going to put that out
0: there.
5: Y'all didn't hear it from
3: me, but I heard it through somebody. Y'all look at him
2: for So that's Jimmy Butler's Instagram. Questioning, tampering when it comes to the Milwaukee Bucks. From a Bucks standpoint, slam dunk. Absolute slam dunk. It immediately makes them the betting favorite at Vegas to win the NBA championship. Now note that last year, they also had the best record of the NBA. And then they flamed out in the playoffs, which is why Budenholzer ends up getting canned and the Bucks have had great teams and great talent, great regular seasons, the centerpiece, future Hall of Fame MVP, cornerstone, and have been the one seed a couple of times, and they've only won one title. And you can't say only because even though the Bucs had not won one in 50 years, they've had a team good enough to do so in many regards for the last five for the Bucks, they become better. And even though Drew Holiday is one of the best two-way guards in the NBA, to bring in Dame Lillard is a next level. That unlocks a next level of Milwaukee if they can figure out how to play together. And that Lillard still has the special that has made him such a fan favorite among so many NBA fans and specifically Portland Trailer Trailblazers fans. So tough to say goodbye to Drew Holiday, but it's a deal you have to do. And Damian Lillard should, by joining Giannis and the Bucks, get such a boost emotionally and mentally out of this. Because as much as he tried, as much as he desired a title run in Portland, it was never realistic. They were never good enough versus any of those super teams in the West, specifically the Golden State Warriors, to win a title. That was just never the reality. And they've lost... They've missed the playoffs the last two years. So it's even further today in Portland than ever before in his career to go to Milwaukee where day one, you're the betting favorite to win a championship. And if you do not at least make the NBA finals, it is a huge upset. He's got to just feel like, man, all my desires come true here. Miami, you could understand why that was desirable for him as well. But going to Milwaukee gives him a better shot to win. And as great as Pat Riley is, as great as Eric Spolstra is, Jimmy Butler as the cornerstone plus Bam Adebayo does not equal Giannis and Chris Middleton. It does not. It does not even equal Giannis as a solo act. Lillard joining Giannis is greater than Lillard joining... Jimmy Butler and Bam in Miami. Coaching's got to make it work in Milwaukee. Players got to make it work. It's not a surefire championship, but it makes total sense for Dame. It makes total sense for the Bucs. From a Heat standpoint, it's a big loss because, as we saw, they've got the tenacity, they've got the will, they've got the chemistry and the coaching, they've got everybody pulling the same direction to get to Eastern Conference Finals and NBA Finals. But running up against superior talent has undone them in the NBA Finals. And last year with Denver, it was readily apparent what team could score almost at will, what team could create at will, and what team was trying to kind of put it together, MacGyver style. For for the Heat, it might be more to the same where the Heat are really well coached and really well organized and get to the Eastern Conference Finals but run into a Bucks team that, you know, just is superior in talent. We'll see. But it is a big loss for the Heat trying to get to super team status. But it should also be noted that as splashy as this is, as great as it could be, making the Bucs the betting favorites is is the slap in the face to the Nuggets. The Nuggets just won the NBA Finals. And bring everybody back. We don't have to wonder if the chemistry works. We don't have to wonder if the coach can do it. We don't have to wonder if they can get through those, those rungs of the playoffs. I doubted it every step of the way. Until they did it. And now, I'm not allowed to doubt it anymore. They've done it. Not that it matters who's the betting favorite. But the Nuggets should still be considered the best team in the NBA. I haven't gotten Pete the Body's thoughts yet. As I mentioned at the top of the show, maybe you saw with the press release yesterday, maybe you saw on social media, I'll be leaving CBS Sports Radio after tomorrow's show. Tomorrow's the last DA show. The DA show will move over to Sirius XM's Mad Dog channel starting on Monday. Unfortunately, I can't bring Pete the Body and Bogues and Cap with me. So they will stay here as Maggie and Perloff will take over the, the morning show starting on Monday morning. So we heard from Bogues. Of course, I did my soliloquy, but we haven't heard from Mr. Pete the Body yet. Pete, how we doing? Uh, processing. It's like when your computer just has that... ninety-eight
6: Windows 98 dial-up.
2: That time... The hourglass and it just keeps flipping? I'm on uh, net zero
6: trying okay. to access the internet. Okay. Um, there are thoughts I have that I will keep to myself, that, that are, that are be- better kept to myself. Um, I said this on Twitch, uh, Twitter last night. It's just still shocking to me that we left Bob's bar and that was it. That's the shocking part of this whole thing.
2: Yeah, because the Bobs bar thing was so amazing.: that was, that was our peak. Uh, what it turned out to be, that was our peak. And we didn't know it at the time. We did not know it at the time.
6: Now, look, look, this is different because, because we all knew that we all knew that Sean was bound to go to hosting, doing a little more hosting than producing, right? Which is what, he, where he, what he's doing now. Uh as he's gets lambasted by the entire New York market. <laughs> um so it's working out well for him. So um <laughs> no, uh, this is shocking because you cause I always equated you as like how Tony Gwynn with the Padres and he never left. So I never thought that would we would see that day. So that that's a little shocking
0: to me.
2: Yeah. I know what you mean, man. I mean, I've been here for 11 years. I've worked in every single time slot, basically. So I, I become synonymous with this with this network. So yeah, it doesn't it doesn't make things easy. The
6: Grand to, Slam champion of uh, <laughs> of time slots. I,
2: I became Ernie Banks basically, <laughs> hitting in every every slot in the lineup over 20 years. Yeah, so that it does. And that's the thing about Bob's bar is that it was so special and I would, I would love to recreate that in my new, my new place. And that was one thing that the bosses there said, we, we want to do, we, we know how much you cared about that. We know how special that was. That was amazing. And that was nice to hear. You know, you don't know if you can ever recreate anything. You try, you never know if it'll, it'll work the same way, but that, That day, and it was so, so beautiful and special that, you're right, like shortly thereafter was when Mraz left for WFAN and when management moved him over there, and then it was like, whoa, that was, that kind of was jarring for all of us, and now you think three months later there's not even the DA show anymore. It's, yeah, it's hard to process for everybody. I said this before tomorrow we're going to have open phones for you guys I certainly wouldn't want to leave and not give you a chance to to say your piece I would say this If you're really upset today I don't blame you one bit if you're upset angry frustrated I don't I understand that and I cannot be mad at that because I asked you to care about the show I want you to care about the show and then that means you cared about the show I would just ask you to process a little bit over these 24 hours and then call up tomorrow because what I don't want is to disrespect this network with anybody calling up angry and saying, screw this, screw that. I don't want that. That's not fair to the guys that are here. It's not fair to Maggie and Perloff. It's not fair to the management here. They have been incredibly supportive of what I've done and what I want to do for 11 years, and I don't want to go out with the aliens calling up and just firing and blasting. I don't think that's not how we operate. It's not how I want to operate. And I'll, I'll also just add this. Spike Eskin is our program director here on CBS sports radio. He took over two years ago and I've talked to him through this thing. And last week when it appeared, this is what was going to happen. I said, how would you like me to handle this? And in corporate America, especially in radio, there's a lot of sensitivities. There's a lot of messaging. There's a lot of positioning. There's a lot of framing. And I'm going to try to be as honest and authentic as humanly possible. It's kind of all I know. But as you might imagine, there's some things I can't say, I can't talk about. Pete just kind of alluded to that. But what he said to me will always ring very significant to me. And he said, I trust you. And to just have my boss trust me in this very delicate spot for two days, that means a lot. So I owe it to them to do this the right way. And that's why if you want to call in today and say, going to miss you, love the show, you know, that's totally cool. If you're fired up and you're angry, I would just say, let's let it process for 24 hours and maybe tomorrow it'll be a little less angry and I just I don't want anybody to call it be like screw this screw that screw this that's that's not right for how they're allowing me to go and that's not right for the guys that will still be here at CBS Sports Radio who I love I love these guys and they'll always be you know my ride-or-die dudes and you know I want to make sure that we're as supportive as we can be for them as well and that's just the way that it's going to be Jeff is in Omaha this morning here on the DA Show. Jeff, good morning. Good morning, DA. How are you doing? I'm good, man. How are you doing? Can I get a beam up? Yes, sir.
1: Hey, I started listening on CBS Sports Radio here in Omaha, and uh, I figured out the serious accent I could listen to. Um, the duration of the show, while well, I was at work and everything, and I just want to say I was, I was pretty excited for the way the direction the show was going with the uh, Pat Boyle, and hopefully get the executive producer role and everything. You know. it's, it's been a good ride for me, man. But uh, I just want to let you know, best of luck. And, hey, man, I'm coming with you. I'm coming with you over there at number 82.
2: That's very kind of you, Jeff. Thank you very much for those words. And, yeah, Pat has Pat has been great, man. I told him this last week when this finally got finalized at the end of last week. And I said, dude, you have done everything right to get this job. He has busted his butt to elevate his own game he has gone above and beyond to book guests to be organized despite the one day that he came in because he overslept because he was sleeping at the u.s open wait a minute what (laughs) aside from that moment he's done everything right and I won't have the say right now in who gets the executive producer job, as you might imagine. That's a management and Megan Perloff decision. So that's still to be decided. That's a decision TBD, not in the AM. That's a TBD. Well, I guess that is TBD in the AM, just a different version of it. Oh. <laughs> but if it's Boyle, you guys are in good hands, man. I I got nothing but respect for him. And I j- Whenever Boyle gets me laughing, I am genuinely laughing. I am genuinely very delighted and laughing because there's something about Boyle's delivery that always gets me. I think it's his intensity. That like, you doing the, was it the haka? You doing the... Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <gasps> 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 Right, sounds a lot like Patrick Mahomes getting fired up running through the tunnel.
1: Ah!
2: Ah! Ah! So Ah! it it is a storyline to follow. Does Pat Boyle get this job? Dum-dum-dum.
3: And then I get up, come out, I'm like, "Ah! Ah! Ah! let's go! Ah! Ah! Ah!" Pat,
2: we'd like you to sit down with Maggie and Perloff and tell them your visions for the show. What's maybe some of your ideas that you can bring to the table in mornings?
4: <laughs> ra Ring at Am you for a market. Hey, hey, hey! Dog!
2: Pat, you just seem to be yelling things and grunting. You come off as a beta? You come off <coughs> as a loser? Uh, that's not very nice to say about Perloff. Can you please give us some type of... Actual vision or structure for how you would enhance the show. I'm trashing my own junk. Okay. All right. Are we done here, Pat? Ah! Ah! I can promise you. Ah!
4: Thank you for... Yes!
7: Yes! 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 Yes!
4: Thank you for turning me into a caveman. (laughs) You and Bilotti over the last 90 seconds.
7: Ah!
1: Yes! 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 Ah! Dog!
2: Dog! (laughs) <laughs> when we come back here on the show it's a Thursday thursday and i think miraz is going to be jaunting
0: through these studios here soon da cbs sports radio this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds
7: We're toasting to the good life. I feel a lot. Ah, ah, ah. We are feeling good and doing well. How many beers ago? Uh,
1: probably a thousand. It's the DA Show's Thirsty Thursday. Celebrating
2: with some Booskies.
1: Booskies.
2: Pat Boyle is in the executive producer chair this morning, and so he takes the baton first. Mr. Boyle, who are you toasting to? Uh,
4: D, I want to toast you, man. Uh, I want to toast the show. Um, coming in and working on this show the summer of 2021.
2: Ooh, that was that long ago, more than two years ago.
4: Right? I believe that's i believe that's what it was. Sounds right. Or maybe it was, I don't know. I have dementia Let's anyways. So I don't remember the date and when it started. But when I started on the show, you guys, you know, you took me in. Um, Shawnee and Pete taught me the ropes, taught, you know, how everything worked. I remember a couple of strip sacks and working on the show on the board one of the first times where I must have messed up like four times in the first two hours. And you guys probably thought, oh, geez, I got another moron working on the show. <laughs> Throw this guy through the recycling bin. Um, but you know, I've said it before, nothing has ever been easier to wake up at four, four thirty in the morning for than this show. And just the way that you you know, you've kind of taken me under your wing and allowed me to be creative with the the Canadian bacon and the, then doing tennis Wimbledon bacon um, I just want to thank you man and wishing you the best of luck and this show has been amazing the listeners are the best you're the best and I, this has been like a perfect four hours of sports and morning drive and laughter
2: every single morning. So, toast to you, man. Appreciate that. That's very nice. Hashtag of toast them. Toast them. Mr. Pete the Body Bilotti, who you toasting to? Uh, Well,
6: I'm, I am toasting to the D-Aliens. The Good one. I'm toasting to them. Uh, we don't do any of this stuff without them. Yeah. Uh, I know a lot of you are divided right now. Um, I... I, along with everybody else, we love you and want to tell you, you know, process it however you want to. There's a show here. There's DA show. uh, But we love everything you guys do for us, and uh, that's the hard part of this whole thing.
2: Yep, no doubt. Toast them. Booski! The aliens, man. They mean a lot to us. Mr.
3: Peter Schwartz is in the... Update chair today, Schwartz. Who you toasting to? Well, not not to sound like a, a broken record to everybody else, but this is obviously a, an emotional couple of days for everybody here. So I'd like to toast all the memories that that this show, you know, created over the years, and uh, remembering when we when I first found out I was going to do the overnight updates and reaching out to you on social media to say hello and how welcoming you were to everybody that you were working with for the first time. So I just, I think that's the appropriate thing to toast, is all the memories that, that you helped create here at the network. I appreciate that, man. Boogie. Toast, that's very cool. Do we have Bogish
5: toast ready to roll?
2: Bogish
3: is joining us from the Casa de
2: Bogues. Mr. Bogues, who are you toasting to?
5: Well, a quick toast to Boyle for letting his uh, beta side come out there just for a second <laughs> with his sweet toast. It's good Hashtag to step away toast from toast Alpha tough guy act for a moment or two. Um, but like Pete, I'm sitting here drinking out of, I'm showing it to the screen now, a coffee mug, which was hand-drawn with all sorts of show references on it. You and I got this when we were in Boise. The beautiful painting, I, I, drawing whatever that Kristen and Buffalo made for us is over here to my right. Uh, and like Pete said... If it wasn't for the audience, if it wasn't for the D-Aliens, you and Sean wouldn't have been together for this long. There wouldn't have been a show to bring to the mornings for me and Pete uh, to join and have such amazing memories from. So, uh, as I tweeted yesterday, this is the best thing I've ever done on radio. It's going to be hard to be, probably impossible to be. That's because of you, D-A, and Sean, and Pete, and Cap. And Boyle and Schwartz and Casert and everybody else, uh, but most importantly everyone that listened, that cared and wanted us to be idiots for four hours every day. So, toast to everybody. Booskies. Right on.
2: My toast is to the type of people that CBS Sports Radio has attracted. We kind of you know, we 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 work in a business where there's a lot of ego and there's a lot of paranoia and sometimes people are entitled or a million other things. And CBS Sports Radio has just attracted really good people. You go down the list. I mean, everybody here at the network reached out to me yesterday and texted me or emailed me, called me, and just wished me the best and said nice things and whatever. And I just thought, boy, everybody in every time slot has their own kind of universe, and everybody is really great. I mean, the attitudes are really great and in the face of some adversities, the attitudes are really great. And, and this show is very indicative of this. Me and Moraz were paired up and Moraz had to work in this building part-time to get this job. And, you know, Moraz is one of my best friends after these 11 years. He just made me laugh every single day. Look, Pat Boyle walks into the doors and Pat's work ethic and enthusiasm, exuberance is just so evident. We attracted a great person there. EJ, who is filled in for us. Bright, creative, smart, hardworking. We just, we drew a really good person in here. We inherited, or they inherited us, Bogues and Bilotti. I mean, find a better update guy than Bogues, I dare you. Who writes as well as Bogues? Who writes as clever as Bogues? Who's as quick as Bogues? Who can be the professional, but also the jokester? Who can just basically write circles around almost every other anchor. He's amazing. Bilotti on this board with his drops, with his music selection, with how he maneuvers the sound of the show. That's me. That's he's brilliant at this. You know, cap is brilliant at what he does. He's just a master. He's like a genius at what he does. Go down the list of, of people here and it it's extraordinary. So, For the entire team here at CBS Sports Radio, the talent that just puts on great stuff every single day and cares about the product, and the producers or the engineers that care about the product, this goes back to us looking for a new executive producer. There's a lot of people in this building that wanted this job, and they were already on good shows. And we interviewed, or at least Pete and management interviewed a lot of people. (laughs) I was kind of on the outside of that. But really good people kept coming up but it was like yeah that person's really talented that person's got a great attitude that person's got great ideas so that that's the secret sauce around here is that we just keep attracting really talented people, and, and I got super lucky to be surrounded by a lot of them. So toast to everybody. Booskies. Hashtag toast them. All right, we got headlines now. We'll take toast throughout the morning from you guys. But uh, headlines right now with Mr. Peter Schwartz.
3: DA will begin in Atlanta where the Cubs and Braves went extra inning. Winning run at second. The pitch. Swung on, rifle to right field, base hit. One hopper to Suzuki. Here comes Ronald. Here comes the throw. Braves win. That was Joe Simpson on Braves Radio. Braves clinched the number one seed in the National League playoffs with a six-five win over the Cubs. You heard Ozzie Albie's walk-off RBI single in the tenth. Earlier in the tenth inning, Ronald Acuna Jr. became the first player in Major League history to have 40 home runs and 70 stolen bases. In one season, Acuna stealing second and tried to pull the base and did so out of the ground. That annoyed the Cubs announcers on Marquee Sports Network, and we're we really stopping the game. Yeah, to do said, a can, we get the, can we get
0: the? Can we get the? Can we get the base after the game? To, I mean, this is this is pretty absurd.
3: I mean, it, it's just a hell of an accomplishment. Totally, but you but can't stop the, the game in a and highlight it,
2: montage. A little bitter, huh? understandably so i mean there is a time and a place right for taking the base does it have to be in the ricky middle of the game henderson
3: took it out of the when he broke the stolen base record he took it out of the bat.
2: you're the base. right but i don't think that was organized
3: wasn't that just a him thing that was ricky doing oh, we have
2: a parade for him though yeah <laughs> eh.
3: deal with it come on it? it's a okay. fun moment in baseball history it's never been done before and you know you know, don't don't let him steal the base. You know, <laughs> it's like Bogues. Where would Bogish at the plate
2: stand on stop of the game <laughs> last night for forty seventy?
5: Uh, I'm I'm shocked. Like, and that's John Shambi, I think, who's a real fun guy. I'm. He's not the get off my lawn type. I'm stunned to a news that he was that bothered by this, unless. That montage was like eight minutes long. What was the big deal? Well, I think I'm it's, lost on this one. I guess
2: maybe that the Cubs are, are, have been losing recently, right? And so maybe oh,
6: they're, they're just
5: salty. That's yeah. possible. Yeah, He's just generally definitely, salty.
4: Definitely tired of the Braves.
5: Yeah. Like, like everybody else. <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah. Well, the, yeah. Isaiah Suzuki dropped a pop up to lose the game the other night. And then they once again lost an in extra innings last night. So the Cubbies are watching this happen, and Ronald Acuna's having a parade thrown for him. And it's like, hey, <laughs> we're trying to make, you know.
3: Make the playoffs, here. right?
2: We're trying to make the playoffs, and you guys are having a, a happy, fun time with stolen base.
3: I seem, I seem to remember. A bit, uh, I think it was a Monday night game, Jets and Raiders. Didn't Tim Brown break a record and they stopped the game? Mm. He had a. I remember the Jets were mocking it in practice that yeah. following week, but Tim Brown he. Caught, uh, did something I can't remember what the record was, but it was a receiving record, and they stopped the game mm. in the middle of the game to mm. I don't acknowledge it. It was a month. It was a Monday night. I want to say, you know, two thousand one, two thousand two, gotcha. somewhere around there, huh. and they stopped the game. And there was, oh, should they have stopped it? And the Jets, I, I was covering practice that week, and the, the, the scout team completes a a pass in the middle of practice, and uh, two other Jets drive a, a golf cart onto the field and ah. mock. Okay. Tim, the okay. oh, come on, it's just a little fun. What okay. Yeah. In Cleveland, the Guardians beat the Reds four to three final home game for the retiring Guardians manager Terry Franco. I'm going to be rooting like hell for these guys. Um, might be in a rocking chair or something. Or hopefully, be on the golf course. But I will never not root for these guys. I I, I love these guys, man. I, this is this has been 11 years of good. Francona retiring after 23 wow. years as a major league manager to World Series titles. It's amazing how he is looked upon as a manager now all these years later. Because I remember leaving Fenway Park after covering game three of the 2004 ALCS. Mm-hmm. And the Yankees won that game, was it 19-8, to 8, something mm-hmm. like that. And they are up three games to none. We know what happened after that. Mm-hmm. But I remember listening to... Red Sox post game shows and call in shows that night on multiple stations. He's a terrible manager. Get rid of him. He's awful. And I just like I'm I'm listening. Now he's a legend. Now he's a, Now he's yeah, a legend. He didn't yeah. even win a world championship in Cleveland and he's beloved. Yeah. Now he's been great. He's, he's been probably going to get in their, you know, wall of honor or whatever someday I would think. I would so. think.
2: Yeah. I, yeah, he's been great. Tremendous
3: yeah. and and a great ambassador for the game of baseball. Now to Seattle, Astros look to pad their wild-card lead. 0-1, breaking ball, and that's it high in the air, pretty deep to left. Kelnick is back on the warning track, at the wall. See you later! Into the Astros' bullpen for Martin Maldonado. And the Astros' lead is 8-3
2: on Maldonado's 15th homer.
3: Three certain things in life. Death, taxes, and Bilotti throwing and John Sterling, getting hit by a foul ball <laughs> when I'm filling into one an of <laughs> Robert Ford on Astros radio. Three people got hit there. <laughs> Astros beat the Mariners. 8-3 Astros now lead the M's by a game and a half for the last American League wildcard spot. Week four in the NFL kicking off tonight at Lambeau Field. The Lions visiting the Packers. Lions head coach Dan Campbell. On the challenge of playing at Lambeau, it's a new season. We know we can win out there. We've done it before, um, but you got to go earn it. It's not going to be given. It's going to be a, it'll be loud. You know, it'll be tough environment. They're playing good, so here we go. And There's a kick no a here. Get caught <laughs> tonight at eight fifteen Eastern Time. Blockbuster trade the NBA yesterday. The Bucks landing Damian Lillard from the Blazers. The Blazers getting Drew Holiday in that trade. They're expected to try. And unload him. A soccer last night. Houston beat Inter Miami two one in the U.S. Open Cup final. Lionel Messi did not play da for Miami because of an injury. I'd like to have a cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. Eh, okay, I can go for good. one right now. Thank yeah, you, yeah, Schwartz.
2: Sure. When we come back here on the show, Mraz has entered the chat. Da CBS Sports Radio. <laughs> Hugh Janis, Kent <laughs> McKay. Tyler Sasala, all have 12 of the first 16.
5: What was Hugh's last name?
2: Hugh Janus. Oh, okay. Sheldon Sparks. Oh. You just got it on a second read? Hugh. Well, I'm mispronouncing it. It's last name Janus. Hugh Janus. Thank you. The DA Show on CBS
1: Sports Radio. All right,
2: welcome back, everybody. Happy Thursday, Thursday to you. A very special guest as... You know him as Moraz. They know him as Sean Morash. Has entered the building, sitting down after blotting himself of the sweat <laughs> on his moves during the last commercial break or during the last segment. And and of course, Cap had the cameras rolling. You feeling okay now? I'm
7: feeling wet. I'm feeling moist. One might call me a moist pork. <laughs> uh, I had to walk about fourteen blocks because of subway delays, and uh, yeah, the big old engine was running in my back, and now I got one of those swampy backs. So you know, anything. I didn't realize there was anything going on here. I thought Boyle maxed out at Magic Johnson yesterday and <laughs> ran out of guest ideas.
2: Turns out, you're EJ. Leaving? Yeah, EJ actually was our oh. producer yesterday. But it is hard to take a victory lap on that because every show apparently on CBS Sports Radio had Magic Johnson. In the car wash. I noticed, I noticed. In fact, our producer
7: on our side said, we didn't get Magic Johnson today.
2: I walked out of the newsroom, I'm like, yeah, Magic Johnson said he's better than Steph Curry. And Gelb was like, yeah, I was surprised he opened up. We're going to ha- we're gonna tape him here in a little bit. I was like, okay, you got him. And he's like, and I think writers got him. I was like, oh, and writers got him. he goes, and I think Megan Perloff were taping with him too. I was like, is every show having Magic
7: Johnson on the network? That is very reminiscent of the first year of CBS Sports Radio, which was everybody
2: having the same guest on over and over again. How's it going down there? We play your clips sometimes. We can't believe how angry people are. A lot of anger. We played BT's Unkillable rant. <laughs> yeah. We have played Tiki getting mad at Beningo.
7: It's been that, yeah. There's still some iciness here this week.
2: What's going on? Is it the well, Jets?
7: What's I think going it's, on? Yeah, so, I mean, is the New York embargo up? Am I allowed to talk about this? Yeah, we've lifted okay. everything. <laughs> okay. It's very lax around yeah, here. Yeah, by the way, DA will be heard in New York on Mad Dog Radio <laughs> coming up on Monday. Um, well, I think a couple things happened. I think... Much like you're probably getting from some of our audience, people reacting to change over there. So they had a new lineup come in on top of the baseball teams, both being, for lack of a better term, cheeks, as the kids like Pat Boyle would like to say.
2: Oh, Pat, what does that mean? I like cheeks. They suck. (laughs) Okay, and that's butt cheeks? Yeah, like their ass, their cheeks. So
7: that's very lingo now. Uh, So you have, like, a baseball town with no October baseball on the horizon. Then the hype train of Aaron Rodgers where Jet fans sold their soul and said, this is it, this is finally our time, only to have him not even complete a pass before he's out for the year. And then a sprinkling of the one and two Giants who lost 40 to nothing to the Dallas Cowboys. And I think there's a lot of tension between (laughs) – all of us on air that are going, oh, my God, does anybody want to listen to New York sports right now, combined with listeners who are naturally angry as New Yorkers, now even more angry that they're not getting what they want as sports fans, and then even more angry that they think the new FA in lot of, including me, is, quote, cheeks. <laughs> so you're cheeks, too. I think I'm cheeks. Okay. I mean, I personally don't view myself as cheeks, but
2: several of them think I'm cheeks. Now, we've had a few listeners point this out. You have been an agitator for years. Yeah, You have loved to agitate. And now you're getting it back full guns ablaze. Do you feel like this is karmic? Yes,
7: because when I agitated here, the people were so nice that it would be like, (laughs) like, wow, okay, he just got that one guy. I agitate over there and it's 500 people back in my face that are better at agitating than me. And what I've learned more than anything else since leaving the show for two months is that I am the biggest coward on planet Earth. <laughs> is that right? Yeah, and that I will continue to throw my my Twitter grenades or whatever. But yeah, I can't hang with like some of these vicious, <laughs> vile people on social media. They're far better at agitating than me, uh, and I've definitely curled up into a ball in bed and cried at night. At I talks. like
4: I like Juan Pierre on Twitter, who is basically sending yeah. death threats to you.
7: Yeah, my mom has uh, put together a list of twelve people. Uh, that she feels I should block on social media. I'm like, well, I'm not blocking anybody. Then that shows I'm kind of soft. And she's like, it doesn't matter. They're going to come after the family. And I'm like, let's relax. I mean, let's relax. She thinks Bob's bar is going to be under siege now.
2: (laughs) By Juan Pierre's burner account? Exactly,
7: exactly, exactly. But things are getting better.
2: Nancy has still listened to us and has been in the Twitch chat under the headline or during the handle not doing Bob things or doing Bob things?
4: I'm not, doing,
7: I'm Bob not things. doing Bob things. I have to explain to you guys. I wake up around 8 a.m. every day. <laughs> by far the biggest person leaving this show. She is, I don't know if it's an alarm set, a natural body alarm. She is up at 5.58 every morning to watch this show on Twitch and interact. And I will have basically uh, an essay written on what's happened for the first two hours <laughs> of the show in my text messages arrived when I woke up. So DA said this, Bogus said this, Pete said... And I wake up, I'm like, all right, Mom, I'm going to put on a show. Like, I don't need the blow-by-blow. So anything that I I have missed, my mom has alerted me to, whether it's about me or whether just general topics.
2: I don't know what she's going to do with herself come Monday. Nancy truly is the best. And so I feel terrible leaving her because, yeah, this has become part of her routine. Don't want to let her down. Got to figure out if there's a way to combine the forces at Bob's Bar. Next summer, I don't want to invite myself over there, even though I've done that the entire country for multiple years. (laughs) But maybe there's just a way. Even though you're gone, even though I'll be gone, maybe there's a way to just get everybody at Bob's Bar again and just have a party. I've thought of this. I
7: think the move is a Saturday reunion on YouTube. Oh, a little live stream on YouTube.
2: Oh, not even on the radio.
7: Not even on the radio. Costs nothing to anybody. All of us are in different places. Fans of everybody, an annual reunion. Ooh. Broadcast live, a Saturday 10 to 1, let's say. And then we're partying on a Saturday.
2: This way we're all off. Little idea I cooked Ooh, that's up. that's a good idea, guys. That's a really good idea. Because the, then we don't run into any corporate interference. 100%. Yeah, but, and this is what's always weird about
7: corporate. You're over there, I'm over here, Pete's over there. It's like, are we supposed to be acting like friends, talking like friends in this yeah. industry? But no, you can't tell us what to do on our day off.
2: So... A Saturday in the summer, yeah, maybe early summer to kick off the summer, Yeah, we get together at Bob's Bar, we invite everybody that we have as listeners on any of the, the stations or on social media, and we just do hijinks and ridiculousness, we'll have some music at Bob's Bar, everybody gets to hang out. Right, and, and you don't have to do it at 6am, so
7: Bob and Nance aren't as freaked out about the sound in the neighborhood, <laughs> and then I got news for you, a lot easier to book live music at 1 or 2 in the afternoon on a Saturday That's than it true. is early morning on a Friday.
4: I will drink early and then protect DA from trying to get made out with by Knockout Neil. Anybody else? And then as it
7: grows, maybe we all kind of bring our new friends. You know, you bring, you know, Babchick, I'll bring Tiki, and, you know, Pete brings Maggie, and, you know, everybody becomes one happy family.
2: Ooh, this is a good idea. I'm glad that you thought of this. I'm an ideas guy. Yeah, I've said that You've for years. You've always been an ideas always guy. Always been an ideas guy. And so, and you do it on YouTube so that those that can't make it right. can still be part of it and watch. That's where Cap still comes into play because do I know how to go live on YouTube? <laughs> no. But I'm hoping he does. So, how are you feeling after hearing this
0: news?
7: I'm sad. I'm sad because one of the things I was looking forward to the most and I've been doing is. I get to just sit back and be a fan of the show. And I was so in tune, especially with this writer's strike that's coming to an end to the producer search. Like, I couldn't wait to see how that shook out. Boyle, I'm sorry. I guess you lose. lose. Um, I was into that. I was into just the show moving forward. Boyle's not laughing. I know, I know. <laughs> I was into A.I. Moraz. I've enjoyed. I'm like, wow, this guy does better food picks than me. But now hearing you broke up, it sucks. It sucks because, you know, we were all a family. We, we've gone over this in, new, in numerous times, but just knowing that, you know, I wake up in the morning, it's like, I'm getting ready for work to come in the afternoon. Pete and Bogus are doing a brand new awesome thing with Maggie and Perloff. You're going to be off with new friends, and it's just, it's so weird. It's like we all went away to college together forever, and now we're all going back home, and we all have social media and text, and we'll get together every once in a while, but like, now we really don't see each other
2: every day. Mm, That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Now, you got to see Bogues
7: a little bit, right? I see him basically every day for at least ten minutes. Okay. So quick chat up. How's it going? What's up? But you know, it's not like we're sitting there having a beer.
2: Yeah, yeah. What Pete was saying was it's just hard to process that like the Bob's Bar thing was. Oh. My that God. was the send-off peak, and we didn't even know it. I know to think
7: about what I I said this. I think to D. out in the newsroom, we went from. The biggest Bob's Bar bash we've had yet. I mean, Gordon in Vancouver, I think, just boarded a flight to leave home. <laughs> to within the, within the week, I was leaving the show. To we didn't even get out of football season. I mean, I haven't even put the cover on the pool. Think about it, the pool was open for me to fall in. The cover is not on, and yeah. the show is ending as we know it. It's insane.
2: Yeah, you're right. That's the hard thing. Like Pete was saying, to process just the speed of which everything, and we just. We had no idea at Bob's Bar that it would all kind and, of... And you guys having babies and paternity leave in the midst of all of this? Except, remember when you left, I did say that last, the last calendar year has felt a little bit like the last dance. You did, yeah. Not because I'm comparing us to a dynasty, but just because a calendar year from today, like October, or let's just say June 22 to June 23... Everything clicked on all cylinders, and I just was like, it can't go on like this forever because it's so good. Every day is so good. It is so magical. It is so funny. You're just like, when you live in this business, you know it's so combustible. You know yeah. people move on. You know that things get fired, or there's layoffs, or there's a new ownership or something. And I was like, it can't just be this good forever because nobody ever gets this. I guess I was always a little paranoid that you know the the best thing will be taken away sometimes. And like... Then Bob's Bar was kind of the. It was like us winning the '98 finals.
7: It was. We should have put cigars in our mouth. No, you're right. Think, it, it hasn't been a year since you said that to me. That
2: you know, let's, whatever this is, let's just have a great year. Pat getting oiled up by Gordon was kind of like Jordan's final shot. <laughs> <laughs> Gordon had his hand raised. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
7: By the way, it hasn't even been a full year since we had Ben Franklin on the show. Radio Faux Week. Radio Faux Week. I mean, our churro guy bailed. I was handing out churros. That's not even a calendar year ago.
4: It's like, what, eight months ago.
7: Yeah. You almost
2: melted the studio. You could say yeah. that was the turning point. Was
7: that the, wasn't me. That was Pete.
2: Was the turning point when you tried to make
7: bacon in the studio. I almost thought about bringing the griddle back in today. <laughs> Speaking of a last dance.
2: <laughs> Good day to do it. So Moraz is with us all day long now, so we are going to try to get to the bottom of this. What's the number one?